G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. We might cast our memories back to early last year when the New South Wales town of Lismore became victim once again to what seemed like relentless rain and the results, a flood catastrophe. Lismore's Wilson's River rose to more than 14 metres in February and then over 11 metres just a month later in the March. Well, nearly all 40,000 residents were displaced, impacting over 10,000 homes. In the aftermath, a series of disaster relief failures dominated the headlines and the people of Lismore felt a sense of abandonment. Now, more than a year later, many families are still not in their homes. The Christian relief organisation Samaritan's Purse has been active in Lismore and they recently began a second deployment to the town. Greg Mallins is Volunteer Operations Coordinator with Samaritan's Purse and he's on the ground in Lismore. Hey Greg, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, thank you. We all might be surprised Greg but so many homes not yet habitable. Well I think we were too. Um Probably about a month ago, we had our um, Australian disaster manager come back up to Lismore just to uh, touch base with people that we'd helped before and uh, to touch base with the various uh, community hubs that were around. And uh, he was quite shocked at the uh, situation in terms of uh, people still not in homes. In fact, there were homes that still had not been cleaned out since the uh, floods 15 months ago. Uh, You might wonder why so many might feel a little abandoned uh, when there hasn't been that sort of help available, but yet the scale of the disaster was quite incredible. Hey, almost 200 volunteers with Samaritan's Purse over these deployments that you've had there, Um, something like 78 projects, uh, 96 families you've been helping, Um, and I guess the need is far beyond even what you're able to get into there. Absolutely, and I think uh, for this deployment, you know, we've come back to partner with uh, Resilient Lismore, which is a community-based organisation, and and with them, we're hoping to make a bit of a difference um, and get people back into their homes. Greg, the sorts of things you're working with, because you've got a team there on the ground, up to 30 people who are volunteers, uh, part of the Samaritan's Purse team, carpenters, builders, cabinet makers and plumbers, uh, what are they working on? Uh, Look, we're working with, as I said, Resilient Lismore, and they have a program called Two Room Project. And uh, it's essentially trying to ensure that a house at least has two rooms with walls in um, and then a kitchen and a bathroom as well. Um, So we're going into houses, a lot of them, that haven't had walls reinstated since the flood, uh, haven't had kitchens reinstated and bathrooms. So uh, without those things, it's very difficult for a family to move back in and uh, re-establish uh, a residency and, a, and back to normality of their lives. 
So you're working on making homes habitable, uh, at least as a step back into a home, uh, even though that won't be life back to normal, though, for those families, will it? No, I think that uh, in most disasters, we underestimate the time it takes to recover. And I think we're seeing that now in Lismore, that even 15 months after, you know, we're still only in the early stages of, for many people um, in, in getting some normality back to their lives. So you're working on building walls, uh, installing kitchens, uh, getting bathrooms habitable and useful. Uh, is that enough for people to really, you know, start to get their life back on track? Uh, look, it's a start. I think, you know, recovery is an incremental um, procedure and, and uh, program. And what we're finding is that uh, a lot of people really are suffering a lot of um, despair and frustration and uh, and still traumatised greatly by what happened last year. In fact, you know, when it rains heavily, um, the level of, uh, of, of trauma rises to the surface and, uh, you know, I've heard stories of people when it starts to rain again basically moving into higher grounds as a precaution even though... It, it, there's no flooding forecast, but they're just still quite traumatised by the events of last year. And when you hear the stories from last year and the uh, stories of people being plucked from the roof of their, you know, t- two-storey homes with the water up over the roof, um, it's quite um, devastating. When you've got that sort of despair, uh, the interesting dimension that comes with a Samaritan's Purse team is that you're almost like a chaplaincy organisation as well because there's a support that comes alongside it's a spiritual support as much as it is uh, for getting in there rolling your sleeves up and helping those homes become habitable Well I think that's that's true and uh, we always talk to our volunteers that um, whilst the task of building and uh, renovating is important um, they should never neglect the needs of the homeowners. And uh, so quite often you'll find that one of our volunteers will be spending a lot of time talking to the homeowners and helping them to uh, navigate their way through their trauma and, uh, and, and, and their despair of the situation. And we also have um, chaplains from the Billy Graham Evangelical Association uh, and, and they... They're here primarily, I guess, to support our volunteers um, because we're very conscious that there's a vicarious suffering from our volunteers as they go into these areas. But the chaplains are also great support when it comes to uh, talking to the homeowners and uh, just helping them realise that, you know, our God is a God who cares for them, loves them and, uh, and wants to walk alongside with them. And uh, so we're having some really good times with homeowners, helping them just to realise that they're not alone in all this. Greg, there's been almost 200 volunteers uh, over these deployments. You've got 30 on the ground now. Where are they coming from? Are they uh, are they flying in from different places around Australia? I, I know that sometimes uh, volunteers with Samaritan's Purse are arriving from overseas. Is that still the case? Uh, well, on this deployment, uh, we haven't got any overseas uh, volunteers, but 
Uh, we have people coming from uh, um, Victoria, so Geelong and, uh, and and Melbourne and other places, and up as far as um, uh, Brisbane, Sunshine Coast, and uh, and I'm from the Blue Mountains, and uh, so the team comes from really all over the place, um, and uh, they they mostly driven here um, and uh, join the the team. And just to reflect here, and I guess this, it's a little bit intimate close to home, but you're gathering each morning for prayer and devotions and the team actually, they get together and then they go out and serve. Uh, We do, and uh, the the devotions in the morning um, are a great time to help us refocus for the day and make sure we understand the the situation and the trust that we have in our Lord Jesus. And uh, but the other really nice thing is that when we get out to a job site, we do always um, circle up and have a time of prayer for the home and the homeowner. And uh, we invite usually invite the homeowners to come and join us and to uh, to pray for the day's activities. Um, and then at the end of the day, we also close out with prayer and uh, give thanks for the day we've had. Now you're into removal of flood damaged furniture, uh, you're doing carpentry, uh, you're building walls, uh, no doubt floors often need to be replaced as well, there's mould issues, I imagine that you've got to have your head around a whole lot of different issues to make something actually worthwhile for someone to move back into. Look you do and uh, sometimes it's a matter of um, using whatever resources you can find and uh, so we did a, a, a home the other day where um, it was a lady with uh, seven kids in the family and uh, she had four kids and then three foster kids and uh, and she didn't have a kitchen and uh, she had sourced a second-hand kitchen and we were able to rebuild that kitchen, install it, um, provide some electrical wiring to put stoves and uh, fridges and range hoods and things in place um, and so at the end of the day she just stood there and uh, was absolutely gobsmacked and uh, really just in tears as she looked at her kitchen and uh, and thought how much her life had been enhanced and uh, made easier by the crew that worked there. And Lismore still has a long road to full recovery and I imagine that with your presence there, there's something with every listener who's listening to our conversation today of the thought, how can I be a part of it? So... Uh, people are making donations, uh, there are church partners, there are volunteers. Uh, these are the sorts of ways that people who are listening to our conversation today might be able to roll up their own sleeves, even though they might not be able to get to Lismore, but they can still be a supporter of the good work you're doing. I think that's true, Neil. And I mean, I guess whilst you know financial donations are always welcome and, uh, and then if people can, can volunteer, that's great. But I think, you know, we can all pray. And and I think, you know, pray not just for the the team here as they're working, but particularly pray for the people of Lismore. I think it's it's really um heartening to see some people putting their trust in Jesus and and, and growing on from that. But I think there's an awful lot of people in this town that just are still feeling a sense of despair and uh uncertain where they can go to. And um, we just need to pray that, uh, you know, they can seek the the hope that is in Jesus. 
So there's these practical aspects with Samaritan's Purse. Uh, Then there's the chaplaincy that comes with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Uh, Opportunities for people to be involved. And if not this time, I guess, Greg, uh, there's just another natural disaster somewhere waiting just around the corner. And uh, there's going to be a need for volunteers to be on hand. And there's some level of training that people go through to be able to be deployed as part of a Samaritan's Purse team. Let me point listeners to the Samaritan's Purse website where you might be able to get an update on what's going on in Lismore and how you can be a participant in one of these Samaritan's Purse teams next time there is a natural disaster that needs this sort of attention. It's samaritanspurse.org.au samaritanspurse.org.au Greg Mallins is the, he is himself a volunteer, but operations coordinator with Samaritan's Purse on the ground, supporting the effort that is ongoing all this time later in Lismore. Greg, thanks so much for giving us an update and letting us know what's happening on the ground today in Lismore. Thanks, Neil, for the opportunity to have a chat to you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.